Sarah the Rebel. And this is Woman Up Podcast. This is a show all about how, nope, I'm not going to do that Will Smith rhyme again. That was a terrible decision <laughs> yes. the last time I did it. I loved it. Um, thank you. I encourage bad puns. I encourage deviancy. Um, this is a show about geeky things from the perspective of two crazy cat lady feminist types. Uh, we like to talk about diversity and inclusiveness and all sorts of geek happenings around the world. Uh, normally, we're set up to talk about geek news, that we dive into a main topic, then we give you our chick pics, but this is a special episode where we are mostly talking about Jessica Jones and Thanksgiving, so we decided Woo! to switch up the format. Who cares about the news? Civil War who? I'm really excited for Civil War, actually. Uh, yeah, let's talk about that trailer yeah, first. Yeah, real quick. If the man with the bag could just chill out for a moment. <laughs> <coughs> Nope, just all bag all the time. Target. Um, so, for those of you who haven't seen the trailer, it depicts um, what will eventually be the fight between Iron Man and Captain America and shows kind of choosing sides and who's going to show up. I did hear one friend complain that he felt that it revealed way too much of the plot, though. Which is interesting because... Really? There really isn't going to be too many surprises unless, yeah. you know... You don't know anything about Civil War, which I feel like at this point, there's been so much talk about it, it's pretty hard to avoid that kind of spoiler. Um, but I think everybody's favorite gif and favorite moment for the trailer yes. is when Black Panther <laughs> kicks the shit out of Bucky. Oh my um, god. It's, it's a great gif, and it can be used for anything, any occasion. Anything at all. So I'm you not need... racist, but... Boom! Just anything you need it for. Your grandma starts talking about Donald Trump, boom! Just kick him. Kick right, right in the chest. Immediately. Right Bye, in Grandma. <laughs> Bye, Grandma. <laughs> That's what you get for serving cranberry sauce this year. <laughs> cranberry gelatin can be quite delicious. I have never had good cranberry anything at Thanksgiving. I so. think it's an acquired taste. I think it really is. Because I've gotten to the point now where I'm like, mmm, want to have a little cranberry on the side. <laughs> like I'm an old lady or something. I've, I've accepted it. <laughs> Let me add some prunes yeah, to my plate. One day, exactly. Prunes. Yeah, yeah, I'll work my way up from cranberries to prunes. I think it's a, the, on the fast track. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so the trailer is pretty interesting. I like how uh, much Anthony Mackie was in the trailer, so it's good to know we're going to get a bunch of him as the sidekick um, because I really love his interactions with mm -hmm. Captain America. I'm worried about Rhodey. Uh, I don't think Rhodey's gonna make it, man. I'm worried about Rhodey. I mean, I didn't see him in a trailer. He's Ro probably not. Rhodey was in the trailer. He was, was he? lying in Tony's arms. Like, oh, that's shot who that with, like, was? Yes. I thought that was just an like, Ultron clone. No, that's, that was, was Rhodey. Oh, man. If Rhodey dies. <laughs> oh, Marvel, don't do that. Marvel, Please don't. You made quite a few missteps, but I'd like to believe that you learn for each of them. Don't you kill that black man. You better kill somebody else. You better kill some fucking body else. You know I wouldn't miss at this point? Scarlet Witch? I don't know that hoe. I'm just saying. I don't know her at all. Hawkeye. Think about it. Hawkeye. 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 Get, the, get him out of here. Should have been gone last movie. Honestly. No. How dare they take Quicksilver so Seriously. Much more at that point. I was so upset. I think I've already ranted about it on the show, but Hawkeye should have died. Yeah, I would have much, if we could have just switched that Natasha out. Natasha could have adopted his family, and then yeah. had a family, and like, what else could have happened? Oh yeah, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch wouldn't be forever separated. We could continue to watch Aaron Taylor Johnson in that shirt, yeah. and everything would be great. And then Jeremy Renner wouldn't have to go to Marvel press oh, conferences yes, anymore. we wouldn't have to hear that potato speak. It would be wonderful. If only. Call me, mm -hmm. Joss Whedon. We have great ideas. So good. Um, 
So that was a cool trailer. Uh, anything else in the trailer you want to talk about? It was very exciting. Um, I'm really interested in how it seems like Scar, like Black Widow, is guiding the decisions of the rest of her team uh, and the conflict that she's feeling because, like Captain America is like her bestie. Mm-hmm. They have like they've been on road trips together. <laughs> they like, made out. They they made out to avoid suspicion. Like like all best friends I mean, do. I, you know, sometimes you do. You have to hide yourself, and then you make out with your best friend. Right. That's how it works. So I'm 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 interested in seeing and hoping that she and Scarlet Witch are being utilized properly. But I don't have high hopes. Yeah. Um, but I really like the, the that that whole exchange like. Uh, between Captain America and Iron Man, like uh, about Bucky, like he's my friend, and he and oh Tony's like, I, I was too. too. And I was like, oh <laughs> shit! But I also want to be like, How? you weren't really though. <laughs> you were kind of bad friends. Like, I watched the, uh, y'all were frenemies. <laughs> that would be like Cordelia in season one being mad that Buffy wasn't her friend. Like, yeah. you're you maybe you don't know what a friend is, mm-hmm. Tony Stark. And then I felt like he said his name wrong, too. I thought he said Tommy, and I was like, what the fuck is Tommy? Also... Like, Captain America doesn't even know your name, Tony. Mm-hmm. And, and also, I don't like the uh, fandom name Stucky. I prefer Buck Rogers. I'm putting in my vote for that. So, so. in the Caribbean, Stucky is a type of dance, so let's not go with that one. <laughs> that one at all. I split my pants doing the Stucky once. Oh, wow. I got free drinks for the rest of the night, though. Not bad. Well, that makes up for it. Definitely. <laughs> so, next thing we want to talk about. <clears throat> Jessica Jones. Let's go, let's deep dive. Let's go right into it. Um, uh, I want to hear your opinions first, because you just finished it. Yes. Like, just before the show. Um, so, I've, mm, I have so many thoughts on this show. Yes. Uh, it's, it's very layered. I think that's the first thing I can say that I really appreciate about this show. It's not what you see on the surface. It's not cut and dry. It's not a little, let me pop into this. It's... Mm-hmm got so many layers to it um first of all the casting totally on point mm-hmm. um the set design the cinematography the lighting like in all ways shapes and forms i think they made the writing of course the dialogue the chemistry between the characters i think they created a show that was damn fucking good uh odd about it being in the superhero world or what i needed it to do for jessica jones or what it needed to do for diversity or anything outside mm-hmm. of anything like that I think they made a great fucking show. Mm-hmm. And it's not that common anymore. Yeah. I mean, so many shows you watch, and you're like, okay, the acting's a little corny, but when you get into it, the story's really good. Or, mm-hmm. oh, the story's a little corny, but the actors, like, their their chemistry and everything is great. You'll love it anyway. No, this is a show where it's like, I can talk about Jessica Jones for, like, four hours. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> um, I guess now that I've finished it, my main takeaways are, uh, the only problems I had with it is it was one of those things where it had to be a miniseries done like this, I think. Mm-hmm. Because it was so sad. Yeah. Like, they constantly had to get you up and get you back down, and it got to the point where you started to expect all the downs. You were mm-hmm. like, nope, I already know it. This is, um, I already know he's not going to be there when so-and-so wakes up. Nope, I already know that person's going to die. It became predictable in its effort to keep bashing down the characters, Mm -hmm. which of course is something that, and Game of Thrones can tell you, is a great way to get audiences to care, but if you do it too much, Mm -hmm. it's, then they don't care, because like, alright, this is just a depressing freaking show at this point. Yeah. Um, so I do think it could have done with a few more high notes. Um, so I want to get the bad out of the way first, and then we can talk about all the cool stuff that happened. Um, I, the utilization 
of diverse characters, uh, especially those of color, uh, was not very great. I, I was really impressed with the way Luke Cage's role was. I was really impressed with him being such a strong character and also not intruding on what mm-hmm. Jessica had to do and her character. He never impeded on her, so Luke Cage was done perfectly. It was a great way to introduce him into this and make people really care about him. Um, I think Malcolm was nice, like somebody had to be a damsel at some point, <laughs> and for a damsel he was very useful, and he had his own story, he regained his agency, I thought that was cool, right. uh, but I think the role that I was most excited for was Claire Temple, because I knew that Rosario Dawson was coming to Jessica Jones, we, knew, we didn't know in what capacity, but it was kind of just like, passing on the message here, let me talk about Daredevil 90% right. of the time I'm here, so it was like... Especially because she's one of those characters that connects all four of those series, it looks like. Like, Mm -hmm. They put her in Iron Fist, she's officially in all of them. And I guess her role is going to be bigger in Luke Cage because her mother's coming in and all this, so... I understand that, like, maybe it wasn't the right time, but it's it was still a little, like, meh. Right, I mean, even, we actually did a little talk on the Black Girl Nerds podcast, mm-hmm. which you can listen to right after this show, or tomorrow, or in the morning, whenever you want, um, where we had a little segment where we talked about our feelings, and one of the things we touched on is, um, they switched the gender of one of the characters. Jerry, the lawyer in the comics, is a male character, Mm -hmm. Um, and it was beautiful to Mm -hmm. watch this as a female character. I don't know if you got the same feelings I got, but, like, watching a female character get to bang her secretary and be all powerful and sexy and controlling and, like, in charge felt amazing to me. Like, getting Mm -hmm. to see all those tropes just turn on their heads. Oh, my conniving, vindictive... Uh, wife who I'm getting a divorce from. Like, every single thing, they kept it the same. Yeah. And it was great for that, and it was mm-hmm. beautiful to watch. Um, but she could have been Asian. She could have been Latina. She could have been black. She could have been another race to up the diversity of the main characters. Because mm-hmm. if you look at the main cast, we've got Jessica, who's white, Trish, who's white, Jerry, who's white, Simpson, who's white, Luke, who's black, Malcolm, who's black, the two creepy twins upstairs who are white. You know what I mean? Like... It was very, like, a lot of side characters Mm -hmm. were black people or or Spanish people or Asian people. That was great, but, like, let's try to bring main characters that we know we can do this to, right? Mm -hmm. So let's let's work on that. Marvel, as we keep, that's our note that we keep giving you, Marvel. I don't know why you aren't listening to us. I mean, you took a step upward, which is great. It's always nice to see that. So, yeah, just keep on, here's more notes, which is awesome. But overall, you know, like, now that I've gotten that out of the way... I fucking love Jessica Jones. This show was amazing. It was so well put together. You mentioned the lighting, and we talked about this a little on Black Girl Nerds, but I love the way that purple was used to shadow, Mm -hmm. like, either that Kilgrave was coming or just the the horror of thinking about him, the PTSD. Mm -hmm. That's a big thing. Anytime she had it, it was purple. Right. So I thought that that was a wonderful use of lighting, and uh, and I love the way that the show looks. Like overall, the noir feel of it is really cool. So Definitely. I enjoyed that. Um, and speaking of the PTSD, it was um, something that I was initially concerned about. Being someone who's gone through um, some of the similar things. Those of you longtime watchers know I've been through rape. I've been through assault. All those things. Um, and I was worried that the show would be triggering. Um, but I think. For me, it was handled in an artistic enough way that 
um, and an empowered enough way that I didn't feel any panic or anything watching it. Now everybody's different. It might be triggering for some people. Mm -hmm. But I really appreciated that Jessica Jones knew that it wasn't her fault Mm -hmm. and constantly said that. Even when she kind of felt like maybe it was her fault, she verbally said, this is not my fault. Mm -hmm. And I felt that that was her speaking to everyone. And that happened multiple times in the show, from rape, from mental abuse, from physical abuse, verbal abuse, um, so many different things that happen in people's lives that they're kind of blamed for mm-hmm. were turned on their head in this show, and specifically at some point or another, someone was like, that is not your fault. Say it. Say mm-hmm. it out loud. It's not my fault. I didn't do that. Like, that's a beautiful thing to see in a show, mm-hmm. um, because so many shows get that wrong, or they try to use rape as something sexy, um, and I think this show did a really good job of, of kind of everything was coded language, right? Like, when... Um, when Hope wouldn't get out of the bed. Mm-hmm. You know, we can say easily, okay, that was because she was mind-controlled, but in the average woman's life, it's because he's controlling her some other way. Mm-hmm. Maybe if he told her, if, if you leave, I'll tell the cops that you drink and they'll take away your kids. Mm-hmm. If you leave, where are you going to go? You don't have any money. Mm-hmm. If you leave, um, I'll tell the cops you were a bad person. Like, there's so much that men um, and women can do when you're in an abusive situation to keep you from leaving. You don't even need mind control. So I, I really appreciated all of that about the show. Yeah, I thought that was done really well. Um, and I know someone in chat is bringing up Variant Dash, you're bringing up uh, things that don't make Jessica heroic, but I think that out of every dark sur- superhero story, Jessica has the, I don't want to say reasons, but all of the story ticks to not make her someone who not only all, like want like at the end of the show, she was deleting voice messages because she couldn't handle that Mm -hmm. and i understand that and maybe now isn't the time that jessica jones wants to be a hero we have the defenders event for that right we have we have luke cage to move her story forward so this i think in season one she wasn't supposed to be a hero right she was supposed to be someone who found herself because she tried being a hero and that was what fucked everything up so i don't think I mean, I do, this is a superhero show, it's about someone with powers who occasionally saves people and really cares about people, but uh, is also just in a place where she can't. Like, I mean, a a lot of people have brought up, like, why didn't Jessica ask for help? Why didn't Jessica ask for help? Why would you ever bring anyone around Kilgrave? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, this one dude... She even said that. Yeah, why would you... Could you imagine the Hulk? Can you, yeah, like, oh yeah, let me call up the Avengers. You want to freaking put Captain America around Kilgrave? Really? Like, let's think. So, (laughs) And plus, I I do like in the show that, um, like you said, no, people aren't really heroes. Mm -hmm. Her and Luke Cage. Yeah. Luke Cage just wants to work at his bar and be left alone. She Mm -hmm. didn't go to him plenty of times when she could have because it would have been incredibly selfish for Mm -hmm. her to pull somebody else into her problems. Mm -hmm. Um, And there were problems. She's got a lot of problems. She's not a hero, and I think that's what made me love her so much, because mm-hmm. I'm like, this is me. Yeah. This is me if I had super strength. Um, mm-hmm. Why do I have friends? But <laughs> I loved that it wasn't easy to get in contact with the Avengers. Mm-hmm. I love that. It feel in, in this show and in Daredevil, it really drives home, like, if you were the average citizen walking around New York and somebody stole your, your sister... How are you going to contact the Avengers? Do you have mm-hmm. Tony Stark's number? Like, can you get him to care? Mm-hmm. Do you know how to call the Hulk from the sky with, like, a big fist light in the sky? Like, there's, you don't have a way as the average person to reach the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're kind of like the elite. They take care of alien invasions and stuff. They don't care 
about human trafficking. Like it's kind if of a If you're a journalist, you can't just call Ben Affleck. You know, like that's that's kind of how I see right. it. Is like, yes, I've written about Ben Affleck. Yes, I know that Ben Affleck is in this movie, but he's not my bestie, and I can't just hey, this thing we have a relation to. Like now we're best friends, and I know you. Like. It's it's like that, and I, I like that about about the Marvel Cinematic Universe is it does keep these people apart because it would be unrealistic for all of right. them to just let's all have a fifty person superhero squad. That would be hilarious. Like it would be crazy. Also, they can't even keep like a three person squad from fighting each other half the time. So bless their hearts. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I did enjoy that about the show as well. Um, let's see some of the other characters. Trish, yes. I love Trish. I love the relationship so, mm-hmm. of Trish and Jessica. I thought that was done so well. Mm-hmm. I've I've actually it, it, I've been watching two shows now with um with uh, adoptive sisters and that's Supergirl and Jessica Jones mm-hmm. and both of those relationships are done so well and especially with Trish and Jessica where both of them have been abused in many ways and both of them have suffered similar but very different things. So I think it's uh it's a pretty like great look at sisterhood like if you have a sister or even a sibling they're they're pink like they're what is it there are notes in the in the series that are like that's exactly how mm-hmm. i would feel like like the way that they aren't too lovey-dovey yeah that's something that a lot of shows get wrong about siblings they have them like especially brothers and sisters seriously they'll have them like all over each other like i love you so much i'm like i don't touch my brother like that like yeah. Oh, like it's you would have to be dying. That'd be like, oh my god, it's my brother. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of times, not everybody is like in the middle of a war, right? So. And and even even when it's not a war, it's yeah. so many times where the brother sister or sister sisters and brother brother thing is done where they're they're weirdly too sweet to each other and yeah. too close, or mm-hmm. they're too childish. And I think this was a great. Like there were so many moments, like you said, where you'd be like the equivalent of being like. I'm not touching you between us. Like, this is, like, very real. They did such a good job. And mm-hmm. I really think a lot of the things that I like about the show came from having a female writer. Mm-hmm. There were so many little codes and notes that you would recognize. And I don't know if male viewers recognize the same things, like I said, um, but that felt very real that I don't normally get to feel in a lot of shows. So mm-hmm. that was very nice to me. Yeah. And, um, like, I think that... With, the, with these shows all seeming to be, like, kind of origin stories, um, this was definitely an origin story that didn't, like, irk me. Like, I know that... I've read comics. I know that eventually Jessica, like, kicks it with the Avengers, and she does this and that, and she has a baby with Luke Cage, and in a certain timeline, that baby becomes Captain America, which is super dope. Sweet. Amazing. Amazing. I'm so happy. In 50 years, Marvel will be making that movie, I hope. Um, <laughs> hopefully sooner. But... It's like, I think it's a really well done origin story, and I think that it's cool that um, Marvel is grouping them into genre, like, you know, Daredevil was a martial arts show, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. You didn't get the, I don't want to say, like, the plot, because the story was fun, it was a really fun show, I enjoyed it, I like Jessica Jones a lot better. Me too. And I think that where Daredevil served us so much action and so many incredible, like, I'm a huge martial arts fan, so I was just like, ah, this is awesome, that hallway fight. The choreography in Daredevil was very, what it was made to be this beautiful fight. Mm -hmm. And in Jessica Jones, Jessica's a brawler. The fights were always hard and, like, took a lot of effort and Mm -hmm. they weren't pretty and they, you know, they weren't the focus either. Like you said, this was more about 
noir and kind of relationships mm-hmm. and mystery um, and then like any other detective show in a lot of ways. Um, and the fights were not these beautiful martial arts fights. They were, I'm going to punch you until you stop getting up. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. It was, and I love how clumsy she was about that because it, it kind of shows you like how much confidence she may have like lost from her superhero days because it, you know, when, when she was Jewel in the comics, Jewel was like about it and she was into being a superhero. She liked fighting. And then after everything happened, she was like, I don't know if I can do this again. So I think that that clumsiness that even was even in the choreography of the fight scenes for Jessica Jones was on purpose. I think it was interesting, that little Easter egg about Jewel and the outfit. Mm-hmm. I, I oh, that was that. really funny. <clears throat> um, but uh, to talk about Patsy Walker, because that was, at first, I, I don't think they had ever announced that she was right. Patsy. Like... She has been called Trish in all of the promotions. Mm-hmm. I think on IMDb she was Trish until, like, the series came out. So when they dropped that Hannah Montana-esque Patsy Walker thing, right. I was like, holy crap, it's Hellcat. Like, yes. So I'm really excited about that. And, you know, what's crazy is, like, with Simpson, he is also another character from the comics. And, like, they set up his origin and made him another character that was... In that, in that abusive space, in that, like, dangerous space as a human being, in an obsessive and, and addicted space that he is. So, right. it's going to be really interesting. Like, I'm pretty sure he's going to be season two's villain if he doesn't fuck things up for the Defenders uh, ahead of time. So, it's going to be really interesting seeing how, how that develops. Because he scared me. He was, like, ugly Captain America. And... Um, yeah, he bothered me even before... He did anything technically mm-hmm. wrong after he was out of the control. Mm-hmm. Because to me, everything about him screamed abusive, I get what I want, I don't care what you want. Yeah. And I enjoyed how many times Trish and Jessica, sh- uh, Trish and Jessica shut him down, mm-hmm. but not enough. Like, Trish was like, oh, I guess I'll sleep with you. I'm like, this is the weirdest first date I've ever seen. Yeah. He gave you a gun. Mm-hmm. He's refusing to leave your property, like... Something right here. Mm-hmm. And then it just got worse and worse and worse to the point where every time he appeared on screen, I was just like, this asshole. Yeah, it was like, shut oh, up. Um, you know who I did appreciate? Mm. Clemens. Yeah. It was so nice to have a character who was a cop who, once he saw the truth, was like, you're right. I'm going to handle this. I'm going to write this down. Yep, we're going to book this. Absolutely. You're correct. Like, so many times in shows, it would be like, I don't know what I saw. You can't prove anything. Just what's going on? He didn't do any of that. He was like, yep. <laughs> Everything you told me was right. I will wrap the whole shit. Yeah, we're we're gonna get this guy. Don't, <laughs> don't even worry about this. I got you. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I really appreciate that, Clement. Absolutely. Thank you for being so like on it. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm I'm at a point where like for a, on a lot of uh, notes, like the the bad guys or bad people doing bad things trope is starting to wear on me. And I I thank goodness for Supergirl because it's so spirited, but. I really enjoyed this show, even though not everybody was a nice person and not everyone is, like, a, a, a hero, you know? Because maybe they're just not heroes yet. And, um, oh, one last note on Hellcat. When Patty, like, fought and, like, that fire in her eyes, even though one time it was on, it was because of drugs. <laughs> the you rest know, of it. One time? Yeah, the one time drugs. it was about drugs, and then the rest of it, Patty was like, oh, let's go, I want to yeah. fight now. So it was really, really cool. Yes, I loved seeing her fight. I wanted to see her fight even more. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I can't wait. I feel like we will see her fight more. Yes, I and hope. <laughs> I was really happy that she was there even at the end. Mm-hmm. E- even though they kind of used her as a damsel, <clears throat> it was fine because Jessica wasn't using her as a damsel. Mm-hmm. And she hadn't, I snuck off to see what you did and got caught. It was, Jessica was like, you're my friend and I know you want to help, so let's do this. Yeah. Um, and especially her last words to her before the whole thing with Kilgrave was kind of my favorite thing. Because she hasn't said it to anyone else in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that there is so much woman-to-woman love, not just the freaky gay kind. <laughs> yeah, I see you, Jerry. Put your <laughs> finger in a girl on your desk. Ah, it made me so uncomfortable because I imagined everything her head was doing. Um, <laughs> how you doing, uh, Anyway, um, but like the actual just like a, a love you can have for somebody, it's beautiful. We don't get to see that too much, or mm-hmm. at least we don't get to see it done very authentic in a, what feels like an authentic way. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were a lot of tropes besides that one that were kind of flipped on their head. We saw a lot of women doctors. Yes. I don't know if anybody noticed that, but mm-hmm. um, we saw um, the last couple that we saw were a gay couple. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, the last couple that killed Grave uh, mm-hmm. mind controlled. Right. So, uh, there was a lot of effort to put diversity into this show. Yeah, and it, and it was still kind of played out. It was so normal. Like, it wasn't, I mean, like, it should just be normal, but it was not like, look, a black person! Like, <laughs> look, oh, we included the gays! Look at the gays! The gays, <laughs> the are, gays here. are here! I just wear a, thigh, a shirt that says, I am the gay. The gays. Um, be like that episode of Archer where he, like, rolls by the roller skates and the blonde hair. You're like, this is how I gay. I'm gaying for you. So I, I enjoyed that. I, I like that it was not talked about. It was just a very normal thing that happened because that's just how it is in real life. Like, it's not that big of a deal. So I really enjoyed that. Uh, let's talk about Kilgrave. Kilgrave. scary. Hate that motherfucker. Um, so... Lauren was actually bringing, I mean, Jamie was actually bringing up um, how she felt sorry for Kilgrave at points. Did you ever feel those kind of feelings for his um, character? No. I think we're just I mean, shitty people. We're really, <laughs> I mean, like, I was like, oh, that's really sad. You had a sad childhood. But, like, I mean, it wasn't, it, it, was, it was never a pity or sympathy territory. It was like, oh, that kind of sucks. You know, like, well, Darth Vader had a bad you know, turn two, and <laughs> at least he turned back. You're an asshole. Like... I just like what Jessica said to the lady who tried to shoot her, and mm-hmm. I think that's actually why that episode was in the story, is, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, like, my parents died in a car accident. You don't see me attacking drivers everywhere. <laughs> it's like, bad shit happens, and mm-hmm. you, you have to get over it. You can't yeah. go your life blaming other people or, or being... Uh, woe is me your whole life. Like, mm-hmm. like she pointed out to him, he made a lot of excuses for himself. Like, oh, I didn't know how to take care of myself. I had to force people to take care of me. It wasn't my fault. Like, he refused to ever take responsibility. Yes, For absolutely. his choices and his actions. And yet he constantly told other characters that they weren't taking responsibility for their actions mm-hmm. when he actually mind-controlled them and they had no responsibility for their actions. It was that, like, the, like an asshole. That, to- that, that, like, one tone he used with with Jessica, where he was like, Jessica! And it was controlling. It was like, why aren't you living up to my expectations? And then after his parents showed up, I was like, no, fuck this guy. Like, I was already like, fuck this guy, but after everything with his parents, no. Like, it's just... No, he's a bad freaking right. person. He was a bad child. He even lied about what they were doing. Right. 
Like, and, and I'm sure, like, I, it was kind of unclear whether he actually knew or not. I was wondering that. But yeah. if he didn't know, mm-hmm. it's weird that he never asked them, why did you do these things to me? Mm-hmm. And they would have had to give him a real answer. Yeah. So I, I don't necessarily believe that he didn't know. Mm-hmm. I think just like everything else, he was lying. Yeah. And, and that's he- what he does. Because he's a pathological liar, among so many other things. Um, I know we brought up the smile thing, mm-hmm. but that the there were lines that he said were that were just so real. Things I mean, that men have said to me in yes, my life. Yes, absolutely. This super villain was saying and having the power to enforce it, and I think it was such a. Um, it made sense, and it was good for the show, and it was good for the, the original story that was told, mm-hmm. but I also hope that someone walked away from that understanding a little bit more about what we mean when we say it really, really bothers us to be told to smile, it makes us feel uncomfortable, and all the things that are bad with that. Why, you know, when um, guys take you out to a fancy dinner and buy you a dress, uh, you don't have to fucking sleep with them. Mm-hmm. Like, there were so many things said, just like, like you said, that I was like, oh, look at that, real life. Mm-hmm. I know that douche. Like, yeah. You don't need super villain powers to hurt people. Mm-hmm. And it was nice to see that represented. Yeah. And uh, I just overall, like, I, I'm i kind of taking a little pleasure in all of the David Tennant's fa- fans who are getting <laughs> their hearts broken. Like, Why are you so how addictive? much do this to the 10th Doctor? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's reality. Like, deal with it. This is one of his best performances ever. Like, he was. He was so scary. He was legitimately creepy. Yeah. He did such a good job being creepy. That whole thing where they went to Jessica's house, mm-hmm. that whole time, and just say, like, no, no, no. Yeah, no. that was terrifying. And in his mind, he's doing something great for her. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably the point where Jamie was like, oh, I feel for him because he's just trying to make her love him. But for me, I'm just like, I know this douche. Yeah. The person who thinks that what he thinks is right for me mm-hmm. is what I should think is right for me. This person Absolutely. that believes that I'm the one being unreasonable because I don't get to be my own person with my own thoughts and hopes and feelings. I need to be a vessel for what he wants me to be. Absolutely. And that's what Kilgrave was doing. That is, and that's happened. Like, that has actively happened to me before in my childhood. Like, there, when I was a teenager, a young teenager, a guy tried to control me exactly that way mm-hmm. by enforcing his ideas on me, yeah. and it was really scary, so, like, it, it's, it was incredible how real the portrayal was, so, uh, good job, you scary yeah. asshole. Yeah, <laughs> good job, you scary asshole. Uh, let's see, what about, uh, what are you, what are you hoping for with Jessica Jones season two, even though it looks like it's going to take place after Defenders? Yeah, I'm even wondering if we'll, like, get it in the end. Um, because I think the story was great, mm-hmm. but if they're planning on doing more crossovers or more other episodes, I think they're going to have to look at what DC is doing on television, and I think they're going to have to integrate more and more. Mm-hmm. I mean, we already see, saw how integrated Luke Cage was into Jessica Jones, mm-hmm. and we didn't see any of these characters in Daredevil. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I think in Luke Cage, Jessica Jones is going to be really heavy in there, mm-hmm. and Misty Knight. Yeah. And then when we get to Iron Fist, I think Luke Cage and Jessica Jones are going to be very heavy in there as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm not necessarily sure their ideas for ever doing another season will happen for Jessica Jones. We already know they like to push female things back anyway. <laughs> um, but if it did happen, I would want to see Hellcat. Yes. I would want to see Jessica Jones and Luke actually trying that relationship out. Yes. 
Yeah, I, um... Oh, and I want to see Simpson get his ass kicked again. Yes, like, I hope that Simpson is a major villain just so he can get his ass handed to him. I hate that guy. God. And then, like, I also, it's also just, like, Simpson will be a completely different type of villain who is still, uh, who still has those abusive traits, but is also, like, a bomb. Like, when I see Simpson, Mm -hmm. I hear, like, radio static because it's, he's so loud and assertive, and when he has, basically in the comics, he's Nuke, and he's this crazy dude who, like, gets all jacked up and, like, paints his face with the American flag and <clears throat> does all kinds of really it fucked up crazy shit and he's always screaming. And so that's, like, kind of what I saw there. And, like, so I can definitely see Nuke becoming a really big villain um, in the future. And then I'm also interested in how a season will work post-Defenders. Mm-hmm. Like, once she joins a superhero team, what becomes of Jessica Jones? So it's it's interesting. Like I hope everyone's raving about it. Everyone loves it. So hopefully, I mean, Agent Carter got season two, and it only got like all right ratings. Right. So we'll see what happens. I hope that we see more Jessica Jones because I love these Netflix shows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So uh, feel free to tweet us hashtag Jessica Jones hashtag Woman Up Show. Mm-hmm. Tell us if you had any thoughts we didn't talk about. We'll be sure to retweet them and share them and chat with you about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're going to move on to some of the things we are thankful for this year because Thanksgiving yes. is like tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> it is tomorrow. See, we I wasn't even, I wasn't even originally able to do this show, and then mm-hmm. like a series of unfortunate events happened. But fortunately, that meant I could do this show. So, I'm very happy and thankful to be here. Yeah. So, that's uh, Katrina's Number first one. thankful. Uh, my first thankful is I'm very thankful for all of you who have been watching and who go back and watch the other videos, who listen mm. to our podcast on allgames.com or iTunes. Thanks for watching us and listening and sharing and tweeting. It makes us feel really good that we're not talking to the air. Yeah. And you guys really are nice. fun. And we like having these conversations with you, so thank you. It's been It's been really fun to see, like... You guys are the ones who are kind of helping our show develop because what you say and, like, your your viewership is, like, what helps guide us into making this a better show. So, you know, maybe one day we'll be on a major cable network. Maybe not. Hopefully soon. We're, we're trying to work on that, man. Pay we're gonna, us. We're going to work it. Pay us. <laughs> pay us. Damn it. Not you guys, but somebody pay us. <clears throat> um, and, yeah, I, I'm really I'm really happy about that. But uh, I guess uh, <laughs> I am thankful for the massive conversation around women in the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I am thankful for the five developers that I shared and wrote an article about, and many more female developers, women who are working in video games, who are making the games that I love, who are making games that are pushing the boundaries, like Rihanna Pratchett and Tomb Raider, and making it such a psychological action game. Um, I really appreciate everything that these women are doing, and I appreciate that they're doing it despite some of the pushback they may have received or may not have received. The fact that even if it's a hard work day or even if uh, somebody sends them death threats because they said they didn't like jiggly boobs, um, that these women are still going to work and making great video games. So thank you to all of you. You rock. If you guys want to know some of these women, you should check out Sarah's work on Remesh.com because I believe you wrote an article. Yes, I did. I can grab you all the link. Yes. Uh, It's a great article on five lady developers that uh, she is thankful for and that I believe you should be thankful for as well. Um, 
Uh, what was the third thing? I'm thankful that Sarah's my friend. Oh, liar. I don't like touching, and I'm kind of a cold bitch, but I really appreciate you. And, and and I'm glad that we run this show together. This was like the Jessica Jones when she said, I, I'll normally say I love you. And she was like, girl, that's me right now. Oh, well, now I have to say that back. Aww. Of course I'm thankful for Katrina because none of you fuckers would watch if it was Oh, just please. <laughs> you should see my Twitch channel. Like, I think that... I think that a cat, like, what is that? Uh, <laughs> what, uh, what is it? A um, cat walked by? Not a cactus, the other thing. The tumbleweed. I think a tumbleweed joined my chat and <laughs> And then left. A tumbleweed joined my chat and then he abandoned me. He didn't even hang out. Um, that's hilarious. And also, it takes time. Oh, I know, boy. I know. It's fun. But, but follow me on Twitch at Katrina. You guys should Hilarious. <laughs> I think a tumbleweed joined and then left. This is also great because it means that sometimes maybe I'm going to try to force Sarah to come to my house oh, yeah. to do the podcast. I just need to get my camera and then we're good and I can just do it uh, anywhere. And one day, <laughs> one day that will happen. I'm sure of it. <laughs> one day, I am sure One day of I'll it. get her out. I live a like, three minute drive away. Like, I feel I you. Like, get you a lift over there. It would cost me like four dollars. Like, yep. You know this real. podcast happens because it's in my house, right? Like, <laughs> God damn it. Okay. <laughs> no, no. We'll, 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 we'll make it happen. We are, are going to make this happen. Don't it's you fine. Um, I'm also very thankful for uh, Dragon Age. <laughs> um, because it gave me something to do for a year. Maybe a little longer. Yeah, who's counting? Uh, at least 400 hours. And it made me happy. And it made me sad. And it made me cry. And it made me laugh. And it made me fall in love. <laughs> with characters, not real people. Real people are <laughs> stupid. Um, so I am thankful for Dragon Age Inquisition. Yay! Um, I am thankful for the Lucasfilm story group because so far you guys haven't really fucked up at all. You have not it's, fucked up. Good job! You haven't fucked up! <laughs> um, I am thankful for the Lucasfilm story group for delivering the past year and a half of incredible content that has added so much richness to the Star Wars galaxy, um, including Leia wielding a lightsaber in the comic, which Sarah should read, which also is awesome because she becomes friends with Sama, but I'm not going to tell you anything else. Oh, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. You don't even have to say anything else. I'm going to read it. She's she's awesome, and they're, like, they're friendly, and I'm like... It's Katrina Flail. That's all I wanted from the moment Sana came in. I was like, I want her to be, be Leia's friends. Friend. <laughs> I want Han to be like so uncomfortable, but yeah. he's also been fantastic. So, overall, thank you so much. Thank you for Star Wars Rebels, where you have women who have uh, so much charge in their stories. The latest Sabine and Hera episodes were incredible, and a cast of primarily people of color. In fact, none of the humans in uh, the lead roles are white. So thank you so much, and thank you for putting Poe in that X-Wing and Jessica in that X-Wing, because it made me feel so happy. Yes. Um, I think that's most of the things I'm thankful for. Yeah, mostly. I've got a lot of thankful things. I'm thankful that I'm alive after my surgery. Yay! I don't feel good, but I'm here, damn it. Mm -hmm. I am still on this plane of existence. Uh, yeah, no, no white people. Oh, God. (laughs) 
Uh, hey guys, I'm also thankful that I got to hit uh, All Games Network video in the face with a hammer yesterday. What? I missed out on that? Yeah, so I'm sitting over here sick during RPG night, and the DM looks at me and he's like, and he symbols for signals about, hey, like, where's your hammer? And I'm like, mm. and he's like, I'll get your hammer. So I have to point him until he, like, finds my hammer and he gives me my hammer. My mm. hammer's like a big Thor's hammer. And I'm, so I'm lying there, I'm like, I'm sick, but I have my hammer. <laughs> anyway, Derek pissed me off so goddamn much that at the end of the night, in a fit of rage, I just threw that bitch straight at him. And I, boop, just hit him with the hammer. Uh, and oh then he goodness. acted right. He behaved after that. So I would highly recommend hitting your friends in the face with Thor's hammer. That's how you keep them in line. Put them, keep them in line. I'm thankful for keeping my friends in line. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I gave a few pretend throws earlier throughout the night, so he, mm-hmm. he didn't know that the real throw was coming. Oh, that's keep great. Keep your friends on their toes. It's important advice to take home. Um, outside of that, I'm just very thankful for my friends and very thankful for the experiences that I've gotten to have over the past year. Um, as of next week, I am no longer the senior editor at MoviePilot.com, moving on to a marketing company that does work for Amazon, Hulu, Netflix, and also real cable, cable channels that don't, <laughs> real, real, real cable, cable channels that don't make very good shows in comparison, uh... like, but it'll be, it'll be fantastic, I'm so excited, uh, I'm gonna be working, like, five minutes away from you yeah, on Hollywood Yeah, so Vine. she's ever late to the podcast There's again. There's no excuse if I'm ever late again, I'm, like, just, over there. It's just who she is. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm thankful for my new job. Oh, I guess I should say I'm thankful for Kaplan, a.k.a. Aaron. Yay! A.k.a. that guy whose arm you see a lot of times in Yay! streams, or who's sparkles you were hearing while he was eating something um because throughout this year he and the year before that he's just been an amazing friend who helps me and takes care of me and especially while i've been sick he's been like buying me so much medicine i don't even have room in my medicine cabinet for all the things he's bought me so he has also been the impromptu it guy for this show countless times (laughs) bringing you guys the content when we fuck it up so thankful for Capwan. yes we are (laughs) all right i think it's time to move on to chick picks for those of you who are new to the show chick picks is a section where we tell you things that we think you should check out yay we're chicks and we made a pick man i already shared my first one which was uh my latest article about some female developers i'm thankful for i would love it if you give the article a read and then maybe check out some of the work from those developers and let's show some support in Let's show that the video game industry is a great place for women to work. Uh, my first chick pick is the art of Jeffrey Verege. He is a Native American comic book artist. Uh, you can check out jeffreyverege.com. And How do you spell his last name? Uh, V-E-R-R-E-G-G-E? I can't remember. I don't even think he's got two Gs. But I don't I'm... think it's two Gs. But it's, uh, he, if you guys have oh, had two seen Oh, one R. I'm oh, crazy. okay, yeah. So All it's, right. uh, we're going to post that link in just a second. But if you remember the Native American style Batman art, uh, he did that. He did that superhero set. He's also advising on Red Wolf, running on Marvel right now. And I believe that Jeffrey needs, like, loads, 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 loads more attention because... Mm-hmm. His art is incredible, it's and yeah, absolutely. I want wow. some tattoos from that. Like eventually, right? when I start getting tattoos again, I'm gonna be like, "Hi, oh. you don't know me, I'm a really big fan." <laughs> Curtis Weeb asked for artists uh, for uh, for Rat Queens for this web comic that he's thinking of doing, and I was like, oh, "Gotta get Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Like, that would be dope." I had like some other suggestions too, but that is uh, my first chick pick. Okay, 
Um, my second chick pick is that you should watch Jessica Jones if yeah. you have not watched it. Um, and you should feel free to tweet about it using the hashtag Jessica Jones. Um, because let's show Marvel that we really liked this show. Mm-hmm. Let's not just let the critics speak. Let's let the fans speak. This was great. We want more of this. Yeah. We want more kick-ass female characters who don't fit gender norms. Hard drinking schlobby assholes. <laughs> like that bitch was me. I want more of that. Okay. So let's all show some support for Jessica Jones. Yes. And plus, if you haven't watched it, it's just fucking great. Go watch it. Oh, it's an amazing show. Like the the only people that I've heard complain about it are the usual detractors <laughs> that are like, "Women's is in my women's is drinking whiskey <laughs> bullshit." <laughs> Where are her titties? Like overall, it's been like great, awesome. Here's my one thing with it, and everything is else else is wonderful and. That's kind of how, how, how the overall reaction's been, so mm-hmm. go watch Jessica Jones. Um, uh, my second chick pick is very uh, selfish. My YouTube channel has more action these days, and I'm going to be uploading a video every week starting on Tuesday of next week, which I believe is the second. So you can check it out at youtube.com slash 0HCATRINA because I stole my other username and then couldn't figure out how to get into it. So if you if you look for that, for Okatrina with a zero instead of an O on YouTube, that is my channel. I would love it if you guys subscribed. Um, we've got some cool stuff up right now, including the Hunger Games red carpet and my Star Wars trailer reaction, which for no reason at all. Like, I have been looking at the analytics. <laughs> it has all been from, like, the YouTube search page. Uh, has over 27,000 views. Wow. Hey, just let it happen. I was like, was this shared somewhere? No. Like, so it's got, it's pretty cool. So check it out. We're going to be having uh, (laughs) some stuff from Art Awakens, which is uh, a gallery going on right now in LA uh, with all of the Star Wars pieces that were put together for charity. And uh, also a set tour from Grimm, if you guys are in that show. And then some makeup tutorials and other stuff. So yay! That's awesome. Congrats. Yay! Um, Let's do videos together. Yeah, let's. Anytime. Uh, my last chick pick is we were on Black Girl Nerds podcast, which is a really big honor. We were really excited about because we love Jamie and that whole crew. Uh, if you've never listened to them, please go. But I posted the link. You should listen to us. We talked about a lot of things. Um, and that whole podcast is a Jessica Jones focused one. So there's different segments where they talk about different things per segment. So it should be really interesting. Go listen. Tell us what you think. And if you like it, you should tweet it and you should follow them on Twitter. You can follow them either at, at Black Girl Nerds or at BGN Podcast. Or if you're bored, follow them at both. Why not both? Yay! So my last check pick, I know I said this is going to be all native and then I just did not write down what I had. Uh, so instead, I'm going to share this really cute web webcomic. If you guys are into magical girls and really cute shit, uh, this one's called Princess Love Pawn. You can check it out at princesslovepawn.com. And it stars a woman of color mm-hmm. as a magical girl. And it's so cute and it's so hard to describe. It's, I mean, it's a magical girl series. If you've seen one, you know what you're getting pretty much. But it's really cute. Um, princesslovepawn.com. And, Love uh, pawn is in a character or pawn is in P-O-N? P-O-N. Yep. <coughs> yeah, it's so go. cute. You guys, if you're into it, you know, go check it out. Speaking of which, um, Moon Girl... And dinosaur, and dinos- or d- something, something like dinosaur. That. Moon, moon girl and, and, and dino. Red. I haven't bought it yet. <laughs> that just came out. Uh, but it just came out today. Mm-hmm. 
Why can't I remember what it's called? Anyway, go buy it. Just look up Moon Girl and a dinosaur. You'll find it. <laughs> We're ter- Jesus. Uh, moon Girl. It's Moon Girl and something dinosaur, I think. I think it's just Moon Girl and dinosaur. Really? Right, that sounds I think weird, you might right? be looking. I think you might be thinking of Lone Wolf and Cub. And that's kind You're of like a the same. You're a and cub. That's the same beat. How dare you? Devil dinosaur. There we go. I wanted to say dragon dinosaur. Was I was like, like red T Rex. That's not his name. <laughs> Moon girl and red T Rex. Clifford the T Rex. Moon girl and devil dinosaur. <laughs> it just came out. I haven't bought it yet because I'm I'm sick of shit. I'm gonna do a comic store. Go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. But you should go buy it instead of fucking yourself. Yes, and also you should catch up with all the Star Wars comics because Vader Down starts in January and it's gonna be fucking crazy. Lando was great. I hope Lando was great. Uh, Oh, Shattered Empire was great. Just catch up on all the Star Wars comics before January, because honestly, before the 18th, because it's all gonna matter uh, at that point. It's all gonna matter. It's all gonna matter when you walk into that theater. I'm gonna have to walk in at a loser theater in Hampton, Virginia. Oh, I'm sorry. I won't be with my people. I'm gonna be at LA Live. <laughs> Cap won't even got us tickets. No, I won't get the lightsaber battle or anything. Oh my god, you probably can't even bring a lightsaber on the plane. No. So all my hopes and dreams are that when the second one comes out, people will be just as hype, mm-hmm. and maybe there'll be another lightsaber battle for me. But I just know in my heart that this is. But it was it would have cost like two hundred thirty dollars to change my flight. So mm. yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, sorry, Star Wars. Fair enough. You still get to see it. That's all that matters. It's true. We talk about it. Anyway, I've been Sarah the Rebel, and I have been O Katrina. Thank you for listening. If you were listening to this on allgames.com, uh, com, or if you've been listening to this on iTunes, thank you for watching. If you are watching this on YouTube or Twitch, uh, we have been Woman Up Podcast. Woo! Follow us, follow us on Twitter at Woman Up Show, and uh, follow me at Ogatrina, and follow her at Sarah the Rebel, and you can pretty much find us anywhere by.